Hello and welcome back to the On The Slab Horror Show, the show that we bring to you each and every Friday night. I don't have my t-shirt tonight, so I can't read it off that. Lads, why do we do this on a Friday night? Because Friday night is horror night. Absolutely. Uh, and just before we go on, lads, I want to say a big shout out to the king who done the sick new intro video that's attached to the start of this. Top job from the king. Badass. Badass. He always pre he always produces, doesn't he? The man's solid, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he, he's, uh, he's the boy. He's the boy. Absolutely. Shame he couldn't be here to be on the first episode with it, but sure, these things happen. <laughs> uh, but tonight, I am joined by the Dynamo. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much, sir. And what a what what a what a debut for the intro as well, by the way. Because the show yeah. we're going to talk about tonight is pretty fucking. Absolutely, and we're joined again by the alum, Tombstone Ted. How you doing, lads? This is a big one. This was a big one. Now we did a little uh, teaser preview, for the preview trailer. for this when the trailer came out, and uh, if if you haven't seen that already, obviously go back and check it out, and you'll see we're not talking shit on here tonight. Of oh, I predicted that, and like there's no proof of it. Go and fucking watch it. Some of this shit there's... that we predict. When I say I predicted this previously. There's fucking video proof there, lads. Go and watch it. There is video evidence. Lads, let's be fair. Scream was the first big horror of the year in January. Oh, yeah. This this was the biggest name of the year. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's definitely been the most widespread of the mark. Either you loved it or you hated it. Um, there's very little in between, I found. Um, but like tonight Marvel. we are... Yeah. I fucking hate Marmite though. Me too. <laughs> uh, but uh, tonight we are obviously discussing Halloween ends. We do like to leave it a little bit longer than most people do because we don't want to spoil it for people, but there will be spoilers in this show. So if you got to this far, there are spoilers coming. If you haven't seen it, it's your own fault. Get off your ass and watch it. Or sit on your ass and watch it. Whatever you want to do. On, I'm pretty sure it's on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, well, we, we might as well get into it. Um, we won't do a major long episode on it because obviously some people didn't like it and might tune out, which isn't also acceptable. <laughs> you listen to us all the way through. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll, and do be we won't, sure we won't. to like and subscribe and let us know your thoughts in the comments. If you disagree with us, that's absolutely fine. You're wrong, but it's absolutely fine. You can send it to the complaints department. <laughs> Exactly, which no one will ever see. <laughs> right, lads, what did we think? Ted, seeing as you're, you're the returning guest, I'll uh, let you start. Overall, how did you find it? I enjoyed it. I, I went to see this with uh, you and your worst half, Greg. Um, wait a minute, no. Absolutely. That's the other way around. <laughs> you're the worst half, 100%. Uh, Absolutely, I'm the worst half. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I went to see it with you two, uh, and we bumped into... Uh, friend of the show the upper tier Niall and his boys they were out watching it as well um, I, I really bit, enjoyed it it was a bit salty that I had, we had an Eddie's and he didn't <laughs> he was salty because his kids made him go to Burger King Eddie's all the way but uh, regardless of food choices uh, film wise I, I really enjoyed it uh, we were discussing it in the when we were on the way back uh, when we were on the way home from it and I was saying how much I really enjoyed the the way they went with this where they didn't like because you know Myers is meant to be, you know, in his 70s. I didn't want to see this 70-year-old unstoppable dude anymore. 
Like, I, I, I didn't, I, I just wouldn't have bought it, you know? A guy in his 70s is not going to be unstoppable anymore. So I loved the little twist of, uh, you know, him getting a little fucking fanboy, a little groupie, and being like, come on in, I'll show you the fucking way, I'll show you the way. And then being like, you know what, fuck this dude. I'm fucking Mike Myers, I'm going to fuck him <laughs> up. And then he did, he was like, I'm going to fuck everyone up, fuck this. Absolutely. It was a it was a good spin though. I will say for me, I got a little bit pissed off when I realised that they were making him the new Myers. But I was like, no, I says they can't do it. They won't do it. If, if they'd kept him alive, I probably wouldn't have been too happy. But the fact that they yeah. paid it off, they were like, he's the new Myers, and then it was like, nah, nah. no, he's not. The, the original Myers isn't having that. It's his legacy, and he's gonna fucking end it here. Dynamo, your thoughts? Well, as you boys know, and as most of the fans know at this point, this is my this is my franchise. Um, so it's uh, and we only spoke in text in this, so we didn't get to actually have a full conversation here. So this is kind of this is real. This is Shawn Michaels Bret Hart making up real. <laughs> this is uh, this is off the cuff right here. Off the cuff right here. Um, yeah, like I gotta say, you know. And I, I had some debates with uh, some seasoned Halloween fans too, and legit seasoned Halloween fans that are as big a fan of the franchise as me. Um, but I kind of went on the side of Ted as well. I thought this was actually quite genius. Um, I did like the idea of him because there was that split moment where he looks straight into his eyes and it's like that shift of power passed over. He's like, I'm giving you my fucking powers, whatever the powers may be. Yeah. I'm giving them to you for a while. But I, I kind of knew in the back of my mind that they're only on loan. You know what I mean? And it was kind, of, it was really good. I thought the narrative was actually great, to be honest with you, because you had less Michael in it, which is great. It's like, you know, it's like a great movie like Jaws. You know, with the, the less of the, the shark, the, the less of the less the, the less the better. And less even if it was a long movie. Yeah, I just thought it was it was great, and 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 so he was the antagonist and the protagonist all at the same time. This kid. And um, then when, you know, obviously him going around, acting the bollocks, you know, Laurie knows that there's something up with this guy. You know, it's just her her, her kind of grandmother's intuition, I no, suppose. Again, she she says it's the eyes. She says she looked in his eyes. It's the those, eyes. Those exactly. eyes are dead. She, those yeah. are Michael's eyes. She says it. She says exactly. those are his eyes. He's dead. And that's, that's the little Easter egg in there as well, because it's all the eyes. And um, I just thought it was—I just thought it was genius, and it was—it was so prevalent as well, in the sense that you—you kind of—you can kind of see where she's coming from, but at the same time, you can see where other people are coming from because you're going, "Well, look, the kids are in love. Give them a chance." Blah blah blah. Because that would be the narrative, the word on the street, so to speak. You know what I mean? But it's like, right? We know Laurie knows what's up. We can see it, but the people in and around the neighborhood can't see it. I thought it was actually geniusly written and I'll be honest with you I thought it was a perfect way to end the franchise um, I really I wasn't upset does it mean I give it I'm not going to give him a score but obviously I, I, I did think it was a very 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 good way of ending, ending the franchise and, and shout out to Ted as well because he kind of put us all on the especially me he put me on the road of thinking from that trailer as well where like there's something there's definitely a curveball coming and as yeah. Ted said you can go back and watch the other episode and then you can watch this one and he can fucking put his hands up in uh, in absolute adulation because 
He knocked it out of the park. Ted yeah. got taken out to the ball game. <laughs> and he uh, he won the MVP on this one. Yeah, um it was it was just it was so because when we watched the tra- trailer I said because obviously in the trailer they give away they gave away quite a lot in the trailer or so people thought of you know oh, yeah. he saw him down in the tunnel and I was like yeah he sees him down in the tunnel but when he comes back up and he's like oh Michael's still here and he's sitting on the steps I said to you boys I said is that before or after he's seen Michael and why is he telling them because I, I just I didn't trust that he was not going to be a complete innocent you know what i mean like I, I had a feeling that he had to be he had to be in some way dodgy because why would michael have let him live if he did meet him down there do you know what i mean yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah 100%. even from the did start he, like, was i the only guy by the way did you guys feel sorry for that, for that poor homeless guy <laughs> so, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Knew, it was very again that, that kind of went back to the 1990s it where people yeah, getting dragged into did. the tunnel it, it really yeah. did. Yeah, I got that. I was like, I was like, I, I wonder is that where that came from, or is it just a, a trope because of where he is? Like, it might be a little homage to, to that. Maybe something different. I, I think it's more just that he had to be somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And it had to be out of the way. Um, yeah. When so you like when you think of the lowest of the low, like there. Yeah, like where else can you put the guy? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In the sewers, he's he's you know he's. Um, he's what an, what an opening, yeah. though, for the whole film. Do you know, when you see, like, this little fucking shithead kid just ruining this, like... And, you know, like, don't get, like... Obviously, you know, it's meant to be quite sad that the kid dies, but you're like, this little kid is terrorising that guy. What and a fucking curveball that was. Then the guy kind of... Yeah. He just, like, he locks him into the fucking attic and your man kicks the attic door down and the kid falls off the stairs and you're kind of like, oh, you feel bad for the... The guy, because you're like, I, that's I don't think over. the door hits him. I don't think the door hits him. I think he throws him. Um, yeah, because well, there's, a nice, there's a nice bit of context in bullying there, though, isn't there? Yeah, but you, you, you don't see I mean? you don't see either way what happens as he. Oh yeah, no, I know. But you know, but, you, know, you, know you hear he, the door, you hear well, the door getting kicked open, and then it's like a couple of seconds later he falls. Yeah, but you're meant to believe that like it's an accident. You know, that's the story that yeah. they're giving you is that it's an accident. And you're like, that's like, what that I mean. The context is life. like that. You know, it's it's meant to be a bully thing, but obviously. Yeah, and you're like, that could have ruined this guy's life, like you know, and it does because he comes out, he gets out of jail, and nobody fucking, everyone thinks he's this child killer and that he did it on purpose and all this, that, and the other. Um, and again, you 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 meet the the dad of the young kid who died later in the film, and he says it as well. He's like. I saw him on the street the other day and I wanted to, you know, say sorry and that we're, you know, we forgive him and stuff. And I looked in his eyes and it wasn't him. Again, it was all just, you know, looked in his eyes. He had those cold, dead eyes that Myers had. I will so say. It's all um, the people that have looked in his eyes that have gone, he's rough, wrong. Very, he's very carpenter, isn't it? Very carpenter. Yeah, yeah. They, stuck to, they stuck to the whole idea of the shape. You know what I mean? That it's, yeah. You know, there's Ro- nothing. Rowan Castle obviously plays Corey in it, and he fucking stole the show. Oh yeah, I thought he, I thought he was absolutely fantastic. You got a lot of hate on on social media as well, which is absolutely yeah. crazy. You know, what isn't I mean? that which, like if you were if you were in a horror film and you're turned out to be the bad guy, getting a lot of hate in social media is is probably a good thing that you've done something right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the and problem like, is that he's getting hate is because... good publicity, but when it's publicity on, on this type of film of that mainstream level where you know it's the finale of 
you know, arguably forty years on, debatably <laughs> one of the yeah, one of the great, the greatest, if not the greatest, yeah. you know, horror franchise. Yeah, I, I I think the problem is that he got hate because people didn't like that the director went a certain way with this. They weren't like, oh, you were a really bad guy in the film. They were like, oh, you shouldn't have been the new Mike Myers. And it's like, well, like honestly, guys, what did you expect? Like, people yeah. are sitting there complaining and they're like. We wanted the old school, original way it was done. It's like, well, if they just remade that film, you'd have given out. You'd, you'd, be, like, you'd be like, oh, you just remade and, the first film. That's, the, the, that's a great point, Ted, because by the same token, and I know this to be fucking true, by the same token, if they'd have just got another trope. Yeah. Uh, you know, complained about that. They would have complained saying, oh, well, this is this is just a modern version of the original. Would yeah, this is stupid. Why not do what? something new? Yeah. And, they, 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 and this was new. You do something new. But also something not new because what was really good in this is that they took a lot of old speculations of you know myers loved um was in love with her and that's why he kind of consistently stalked on her um and then they went with the you know corey being in love with the granddaughter and it's like oh see the two of them are in love and they were like well let's take that story that you have been making up in your own mind and let's put it into the film here's a true part of it and she can't like the, the granddaughter can't see the evilness in him but you know it's there for everybody else to see but she's blinded yeah. because she's in love and then she eventually sees and she goes oh shit this guy's a, is fucking psycho the torn the the twist that he he's trying to convince uh andy to uh the grannies against him was, yeah. was brilliant it's oh, manipulation yeah. at its finest but this it's, one was a bit more manipulation true words where Mike Myers manipulated people into doing things yeah like he got, them into their, he got into their heads like yeah, yeah. you know what I mean he, um, he obviously Corey in this yeah. one Corey in this one has convinced her that her granny's is against her <laughs> yeah and he and he even goes as far as you know he's willing to die to convince Alison that Laurie is evil like he was willing to let Laurie kill him just so that a granddaughter would hate a grandmother. That's how twisted he was in his mind. He didn't mind if he survived or not. Mm. He was happy to die for that. I think I think he knew he was going out, like he his dad gets killed off, um, and then obviously he comes out and he kills off the tree or four at the junkyard, which was vicious. <laughs> vicious. Mm. Like did this trilogy in its own right was very fucking vicious. Um, I, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because um, I knew can't really call it a heel turn but I knew the turn was coming from the heel eventually with uh, with Michael Myers when he came in and he just snaps his neck oh. basically, basically just looks and takes his fucking powers back so to speak what I liked was there was two heel turns because he turns on Myers down in the sewers going yes. you're too old you yes, can't do it anymore exactly. I'm the new fucking exactly. guy and then when he thinks he's the guy and he starts failing, Myers comes back and goes, "See, you're not the fucking guy. I'm I the guy." You were the kid, but you're not. You know, you know, what, you know what? To me, that scene in when he goes in and takes the mask off him, everyone's like, "Oh, he shouldn't have been able to do that." I think he's allowed to do it. Yep. He said, I think Myers lets him do it. I mean, Myers. Oh, I think is so. A, Myers is a seventy-year-old dude. No, but I think Myers lets him do it in order to to gain. So it's very Freddy versus Jason, you know, where he uses Jason yeah. to get fear back into people. 
there, there's a possibility of that. But even if even if you want to go the route of he over overpowered Myers, Myers is seventy years old. This is a young kid. Or in more. His, like yeah, this is a young kid in his twenties. Like you know what I mean? Who? Why yeah. couldn't he overpower a seventy-year-old? Because they'd already shown they were both equally brutal and you know had no remorse. So why wouldn't he be able to do it? You know, Absolutely. I do. I do like the theory that there is a you know that he let him have it. He was like, go on, let's see what you can do. Go on, take the mask and let's let's see if you can terrorize people the way I did. You, you, you be the man. Day, kind of thing. Yeah, he was yeah. like, let's let's see if you know my legacy can be continued. And then he realized he was like, no, it can't. It's time for me to fucking end this. I'll tell you what, lads. Uh, the little homage to the to the original one, where he goes in, he kills the the doctor and and his little fuck fuck buddy, <laughs> where oh, he yeah. pins her to the fucking wall. Amazing. Like, they, they went. Amazing. I I it was and it wasn't for me. So I love the fact that they done it. I just think he shouldn't have done it. Do you know what I mean? They're making out that he's old and he's weak to an extent. But yeah, he picks her up and drills her to the wall. And you're like, I think, well... I think the whole thing, though, just, just, this is where, this is only my philosophy on it. I think the whole point of this is that he's slowly gaining strength back over over the course of the movie. You know the what I mean? kills are giving yeah. him strength. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I think because that, he's... That'd be a very good idea, yeah. And he's past his kind of philosophy or his powers whatever you want to call it like whatever the darkness that is inside the demon that's inside of michael he's passed it on to this kid now and and those kills are somehow making him stronger and that's where i think it lends itself to greg's point there where he probably does allow him to take the mask and say right go on keep going not a bother yeah. you know what i mean uh, because it's only helping me and it's benefiting me um because that's the thing it's the shape and the whole idea on on, on john carpenter's philosophy of the shape was that he's not he's an entity you know what i mean he's a he's a demon in human form so to speak or a human that's been taken over by a demon but we don't know that you know what i mean it's not it's not written it's not in scripture so yeah it's 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 you, you can see why people have their own takes on it but I, I i think we're all probably in agreement here where like just each kill i think by either michael or by the kid is just fucking um, absolutely making Michael stronger for that for that one moment for that final the final scene with the him finale and Murray, like... yeah. you know what I mean it's a, it's like a great pro wrestling story isn't it you know you have a you know a year's worth of story built up just to get to that one moment you know yeah. and, and that's, that's what did you what did you think at the end of that you know, like the way it finally does end of like not the carrying his body away thing but the like the final kills what did you think? Because we all had our own predictions before on yeah. the previous episode for how it was going to be done. I said I thought Will Patton was going to be the one to put him down. Unfortunately, it wasn't. They, they did not use Will Patton nearly enough in this. No, they used him very sparingly, to be fair. But Which I'm, was a bit strange, considering it looked as if he was going to be the main guy. It did, but I think possibly if you'd used him too much again, you would have been relying too much on the old story and not yeah. allowing something new to evolve which is probably mm. what they didn't want so yeah true i i i had said both of them go yeah i, I think i'd say that was i'd say that was the out there theory that probably most people had was kill each other she's yeah she'll kill herself in the process of killing him or close. she'd die killing him it was close to being that yeah yeah um, yeah 
But yeah. like that whole putting your putting her hand into the into the garbage disposal, oh no, anything like that, fingers <laughs> and things like no, no. I can watch a lot of gore, but when it's something that can actually like it's, happen it's legitimately happen any day, you. yeah, yes. that's, that's when it's it's, that, it's, like, it's the same for me. Always, like I've oh. always been like a big fucking I don't know maybe because well I used to like have a pretty big fucking neck and I used to think that's a target, and I hate and Ted knows this like I hate anyone touching my neck. It's just. Like, it's like, right, if you're touching my neck, then it's fists up kind of deal. You know what I mean? And, you know, when you see someone getting fucking sliced with the neck, it's like an interview with the vampire is a great example. When you oh, see the, the fucking, I'm just like, no, I can't watch that shit. So I get that. I really get that. Like, you yeah. know, when you just see something that can happen. I think, oh, it's, those things, I think it's those things that, you know, could feasibly happen to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, the basic yeah. things, yeah. Like, I, I get it that, you know, feasibly I could go out tomorrow and i could get shot that feasibly could happen right but it's very yeah, very yeah, unlikely yeah. however it's less unlikely that when i go to like cut up some fucking food with a sharp knife that i end up cutting my finger off so when you see something like that happening in a film it's very yeah even if it's never happened to you it's very close to home you're like fuck, that could happen we, to me we brought we stand on a nail brought... or a, yeah like anything like that you're just like oh that could happen to me so easily like they were the ones we brought up on, especially on the X episode where he stands on the nail and it yeah, actually yeah, shows yeah. you going in and you're like, what the fuck, iOS? Yeah, those are the things that like, you know, creep, not creep people out, but they're the ones that you feel like they're the ones that send the shiver down your spine where some guy getting, you know, held up and like stabbed Butcher. into a wall and like the, the knife holds them on the wall. You're kind of like, it looks cool, but like that, that wouldn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Whereas other things you're like, whoa, that could, that could feasibly was... happen to me. Like. I thought it was nearly like a ritual that she like slices his wrists open and then he slits his throat. I thought it was a little bit stupid, to an extent. I I did. That's the only gripe I have with the movie, and this is where. Well, look, that and, yeah. that you know and the whole town coming out and fucking like there you go. parading there you his go. body. Oh, I'm gonna base. I'm gonna base. I'm gonna go ahead of time here so that you guys have. I'm gonna give it only an eight. I can't really do it. I'm going to give it three slabs of meat, which is weird for me, even though I love the movie. There's two taken away, two slabs taken away for this very reason. What? The whole town coming out, like, this is a murder, technically. You know what I mean? I Regardless of how evil the man is. And this is what I'm basing it on, so it's only my opinion. Um, like, because it, it, it had potential for four to five. It's just purely based on the fact that the cops are in on it. The whole town is in on it. I understand he's fucking, you know, he, he's absolutely wreaked havoc over the town and caused fear for over 40 years or whatever. But the fact that they all come out and then throw him in a blender, it's like, right, this is barbaric, no, no matter what way you look at it. And if it's, if it's, <laughs> if it's not, like, it's above the law, you know what I mean? It's, um, it's 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 like shit. Are we in Saudi Arabia now? What's going on? What what the fuck? Um, so the that's thing, that's yeah. that's my opinion. The, the one thing I will say with that is I I like that he kept the narrative from uh, ends or from kills where he had the mob mentality in the hospital where everyone was in on it. Yeah. So it was probably a fitting way to do it. I don't agree with the ending of it the way it went. It was nearly like a ritual sacrifice. Okay, fine. You, you go with that he died, he's dead and then you take him out and blend him or whatever but the whole town to like fucking parade him as if he's won the World Cup or something 
Yeah, yeah. It was into just, the, it was just into a bit, the wood it was a bit too. It was a little bit too much for me. I didn't like the message that was sent with it, within it. Not, and I don't mean that on a political spectrum. Like, oh, it's you know, it's 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 uh, spreading hate or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but just more so with this one. I was like, the fact that the cops and all are involved in this. Like, it's like, yeah, we've gone into business for ourselves and here. They, and they made it. They made a point of showing the sheriff. Yeah, you know well. what I mean. I thought if they had kept maybe the law out of it. Yeah. Probably would have been a bit more right. It's vigilant. Maybe, maybe take, maybe take all the rest of the lie and leave Will Patton in because obviously he um, has a he has a special yeah. bond. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't it was him. He could have stopped it all. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of tend to disagree with both of you on that. I actually quite liked the idea that the whole town was in on it because this is you know you have to take it that the town one as Greg said in Halloween Kills we saw the mob mentality of them trying to kill him. So I liked that they continued with that that the town needed to heal um but throughout the film you see different parts of like people coming up to laurie and being like my sister's in a fucking wheelchair because he came back he came back because of you they all blamed her and i liked the idea and you know everyone in this town has grown up with with this boogeyman this boogeyman like that's real that's come in and Mm. for the last 40 years he has terrorized the town and he's you know everyone in that town because it's a small town do you know what i mean everyone in that town has suffered a loss of either their brother sister mother daughter cousin something everyone suffered some sort of loss so when it came down to it and they were like right we've we've been tricked before where we thought we had him killed we left him on this in the middle of that street and we thought he was dead we burnt him down he wasn't dead we thought we we thought we'd kill this guy a hundred times over and it's never worked we're making sure of it this time no fucking no questions asked. No way. Uh, you know, no leaving this to chance. Get him in that wood chipper and chopped into a million fucking pieces and get like get rid of this curse on our town. I like that the town's mob mentality was still there where they were all like, you know what? Let's all make sure of it. Everyone witnesses were all part of it. And then this is the end. Nobody brings him up again because we all know that we're involved in, you know, something quite brutal at the end of the day. Like, you know, Yes, the man's already dead, but you're putting a body into a fucking wood chipper. Like, they all have to accept that they've taken part in that, so none of them can take the moral high ground now and be like, well, I think yous are all actually monsters because yous did this. No, we're all monsters. We were all turned into monsters by that one monster and then a second monster who's already been killed by the original monster. I like <laughs> that they, you know... They the were double all, bluff was there. They were all forced to accept that no matter what happened in their town, they'd all been affected by him and now they were all going to bear this one like this one monstrous act all of them were going to bear it between them and they all did it and that would be it their future like their families would be safe in the future there'd be no more of this because nobody could come out and say i wasn't involved in that shit and i think you know i think the people deserve to die and i'm going to kill all these other people because they killed they you know chopped up that body in the wood chipper I, I think that I think it's a good ending to that. Um, I think overall, David Gordon Green done a done a good job on the trilogy. I know he's getting a lot of hate. Um, I really enjoyed the trilogy. For me, I'd always been to the point I loved the first one. Never liked any of the rest of them really. Um, and then obviously Ted there pushed eighteen on me till I eventually broke and watched it, and then fell in love with it. The the trilogy and the original was perfect. Um. For me, I'd say three and a half, 
at a push, I'd say four. We're going to change um, my score to four because of Ted. You see, this is diplomacy, people. Yeah, I'd say I'd, I'd say at most you get a it'll get a four from me. Four. Yeah, I I I don't I don't go as far as four because I do think there was certain things that you know would stop it being an all-time classic. We, we also we we also didn't need the Top Gun moment where they're driving around on the bike for like four hours. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need that, and like the you know. Part of unless you're a lover of 80s cheese like me then no like, but I, I i do like that but i think there was there was two love stories running yeah. throughout the whole film which i kind of was like yeah i get it but i would have been happy for it not to have a love story between uh laurie and uh will Patton. will uh, will the trill Patton? <laughs> yeah like i i didn't really need that you know like what they've they've known each other for 40 odd years and they've only realized now that they are attracted to each other like i get I guess it could happen, but I would have liked if they just continued to be friends. Do you know what I mean? Maybe the maybe but, the hidden narrative was the fact that they were always gonna. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm kind of witch actually. I'm I'm, uh, I'm not actually gonna try and. Uh, well, I mean, she's a te- she, she's a teenager when he's a police officer in the yeah. in the original one as well. So I I wouldn't say they yeah. always were in love. Do you know what I mean? So I I kind of didn't. I wasn't. I didn't love that part of it, which kind of knocked it down for me. But it wasn't wasn't overly used in the film so it doesn't reduce the film too much for me do you know what i mean do you know what then lads we'll we'll leave it there i think we've broken enough down um i will say before we go on ian you brought up on a previous show that we've done with mike bones from slasher radio Um, we got the end of michael but uh, in an episode coming up we're gonna have the rise of the newest slasher on the block in art the clown yeah, um, and I thought it was a very fitting one that they came out very similar timing. Now, obviously, Damien Dion and David Tor- David Her- Torrington Howard couldn't have known the way this was going to end, but to run it simultaneously with it has just bred a new slasher into the game when one is gone. Yeah, but don't get me wrong; they- Michael will come back in another reboot somewhere along the way. No, but no, but what, what, the point that you're making is very, very valid. And prevalent, and yeah. we see the death of a classic, and now we've seen the birth of a of a new, you know, something old, yeah. something new, something from a Jurassic period. You know what I mean? Made <laughs> we don't need, we dead. don't, we don't need another Jurassic Park. The last one was terrible. <laughs> a Jurassic period, I said. <laughs> and, and now, and now we've got Art the Clown, who basically, I agree, he is um, absolutely he's the new dead. dog. He's the, he, yeah, he's the new dog in in in, in town. So it's um, yeah, exciting check, times. You can check that one out on a on a future upcoming episode. Um, no doubt the king will want to be involved in that one as he's been preaching art for a long time now. Oh yeah, he loves his fucking clowns. And anyone that knows <laughs> me knows I'm fucking terrified from legit. <laughs> I fucking um. Hate yeah um we'll leave it there for the evening lads uh it's been great to have you on it's been great to get back to it it's great to actually finally get the review done for this um i know a few people have been asking me about it um so overall for the three of us here we're going for four slabs yeah four i think yeah, i think fair. i think four is fair and, and just just one thing before we leave do be sure to follow us all on our social media of course greg runs the instagram we're on the slab on Instagram, um, very very reachable. I run the uh, the Twitter, so it's at on the slab horror as well. 
Um, so do uh, do reach out to us and, and, and let us know what you think of the show. If you have any suggestions, if you'd like to be on the show, um, any feedback is good, um, whether it be bad or good. We, we we know what bots are out there, so I'll know straight away if you're a, if you're a cant. Um, but, uh, In the words of the great Carl Urban. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That man, so, that man's no, no longer going to be able to take a role without saying cunt in it just like uh, Samuel L won't do it without saying motherfucker and I will implore people I always used to do this you remember this Greg and Ted I used to always recommend things to people at the end to watch that's something a little bit different if you have the time go and watch Preacher on Prime it is very very good if you have the time buy the comic books because it's the best comic book ever written Um the homage that Greg made there was to Carl Urban from The Boys. The Boys was also written from the same writer of um, The Boys, which is from Preacher, Gart Ennis, a good old Irishman, in my opinion, probably one of the best, if not the best, uh, writer in comic book history. Um, he's the one that brought you the dark side of the likes of The Punisher and Daredevil. Yeah. So that's my recommendation um, for the week. Go and check out Preacher on uh, on Prime and then do yourself a favour and go read the books because the books are absolutely phenomenal um, over and out well, what we'll do is I'll sign this off the same way I sign off every Friday night In the words of the great George A. Romero ladies and gentlemen stay scared and always look under the bed <laughs>